welcome news. After 20 months of work, they will begin to deliver the airliner that is expected to account for about a third of Boeing's revenue over the next five years. Fired the federal election official who contradicted President Trump's unsupported claims of voter fraud. President Trump posted that he terminated Krebs as director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Krebs has publicly defended the integrity of the 2020 election. CBS White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. In Flint, Michigan, a proposed settlement over the lead contamination in that city's water supply. Governor Gretchen Whitmer. This is an important step forward in the long process of helping Flint heal and making amends to the people of Flint who have faced so much uncertainty. The proposed settlement totals $641 million. Who or what? killed the dinosaurs. A new study blames a giant asteroid. This new study says the dinosaurs were thriving and if it wasn't for the asteroid the earth might be a very different place. The scientists in this latest study examined various dinosaur family trees to come to their conclusion. They used statistical modelling to fill in gaps in the fossil record. The BBC's Andy Moore, the report disputes earlier theories suggesting dinosaurs were already in decline when that asteroid hit. Dow futures up 112. This is CBS News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like Taylor Swift choosing what to wear. It's looking kind of chilly out today. I think I'll go with a cardigan. Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. At Boot Barn, we believe that the cowboy boot is an American icon. Today's boots are not only rooted in history, but are enhanced with modern technology features for the working cowboy. Area boots are built with advanced technology that provides the comfort and support of a high-performance athletic shoe, yet still has the functionality and durability of the iconic cowboy boot. And at Boot Barn, we carry over a quarter of a million pairs of Area boots nationwide. Area at Boot Barn. A country star made a million work nine to five to save lives. Dolly Parton is being praised after helping fund research for a COVID-19 vaccine developed by Moderna. Back in April, she made a $1 million contribution toward coronavirus research efforts at Vanderbilt University. Fans quickly saw her name in the funding section of the New England Journal of Medicine's preliminary report. She tells the Today Show... When I donated the money to the COVID fund, I just wanted it to do good, and evidently, it's it is. Exactly it's just a cure. Matt Piper, CBS News. And finally, Britain is banning the sale of new cars and vans powered wholly by gas and diesel from 2013. Some hybrid vehicles will still be allowed, and Brits will be able to drive their gas guzzles around after that date. The UK's not alone in going green. The European Union may impose a similar ban as early as 2025. I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. 
I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issue and company and other factors. Not available in all states. The better than any alarm post-morning workout reward gets you through the this could have been an email meeting meal is yours at McDonald's. Mix and match two of your breakfast favorites, like the crispy chicken biscuit, crispy chicken McGriddles, or sausage McMuffin with egg for just $4. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Single item at regular price. Valid when product served. Local folks have been coming to White's Mill for generations, and chances are it's where your great-grandparents had their corn ground into meal or feed. Today, White's Mill has been renovated into the most unique retail space around. You'll find everything from local firm pottery, Native American jewelry and leather goods, to grown supplies, pet supplies, and all your bird feeding needs. White's Mill, because great service never gets old. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and, better yet, 1.5 miles after the Richland Avenue roundabout on 682. Let's be honest. The National Symphony may not be in his future, but he wanted to try violin. So you said yes because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more about keeping your kids safe in your vehicle at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Stacy Unsinger, COVID survivor. I heard a lot about it, obviously, but nothing prepares you for when you actually get it. I started having trouble breathing. I felt like I was drowning. I went to the hospital and tested positive for coronavirus. My oxygen levels dropped really low. I spent several weeks on a ventilator. It was terrifying. I consider myself lucky to be able to share what happened. We can beat this, but it's going to take everyone doing the right thing every single day. Sponsored by the Ohio Hospital Association. Sometime in 1951, Eddie Seaman opened a neighborhood grocery store on West Union Street in Athens, Ohio. Featuring fresh produce and milk from just down the road, Eddie Seaman strived to provide exceptional service and deliver his personal best. At Seaman's Grocery, they honor his vision today. Offering a large selection of locally produced products, Seaman's Grocery offers local produce, seasonal items, fresh baked goods, and regional specialties. They are bringing the old neighborhood store to a new level. Seaman's Grocery, 305. West Union Street, Athens. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM just don't go right. This morning's been kind of like that. But we'll work it out. Just bear with us a few moments. We have all sorts of interesting 
interesting, there we go, information to share. And the printer is not uh, cooperating. But we'll get there. Uh, it's just we discovered that uh, all the stuff we had printed this morning was on, it was like uh, on double-sided and, well, anyway, it's, it, it's too hard to read because it's double printed. Anyway, good morning. Welcome. It's November 18th, I think, and uh, beautiful morning outside. Cold. But after all, it is fall, late fall even. But uh, looking ahead, mercy. Uh, today's Wednesday, of course. Our high today expecting to be around 44. Tomorrow, 63. Friday, 62. Saturday, 61. Sunday, 63. I mean, it's going to be a nice few days ahead of us. I'll take it. Anyway, good morning. Party line on the air. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, the mayor joining us for a monthly visit. And uh, Steve Patterson will be here. Well, let's see here. Where do we begin? Uh, first of all, today is, um, you know, how each day is uh, this and that day, right? Today is Mickey Mouse birthday. I don't know how many years ago we're talking about, but um, uh, Mickey Mouse was uh, introduced on this date years ago. It's National Education Support Professionals Day. It's National Princess Day. You have a princess in your house? Yeah, my cat. Your cat. Yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> okay, now I need a little help with this one. Okay. Vichy Soir. Okay. Okay, Cold now, soup. first of all, as I've got Scott working across the room, so that's why he <laughs> didn't sound quite like he was there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm certain I've had it because I'm a foodie. Yes, it's a cold soup. It can be eaten either cold or hot. And its principal ingredients? Uh, it's like uh, chicken stock, leeks, pureed leeks, uh, uh, potatoes, vegetables. Okay. Something like that. Well, yes, then I think I probably had it. Yeah, it did remind me of kind of like a chowder type of a soup. Now, I prefer chowders, <clears throat> something a little thicker. And, um, you know, clam chowder. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah, one of the chowders I like is a chicken corn chowder. Sounds good. Yeah, it is good. Is that something your mom made? Yes. I see. Yes, and I've had it, uh, you know, made from the soup companies, too. Now, I, I swear, growing up, I loved simply Campbell's Mushroom Soup. Uh, that was a, a, a regular thing for me. I still like it. I'm the same with Campbell's Tomato Soup. Mm -hmm. Now, get this. As a kid, I did not like tomatoes, but I could not get enough of tomato soup. 
How about today? I like both of them. Okay. Isn't it funny? You get older, your taste buds change. Well, sure. And I love tomatoes on a taco, on a pizza, on a salad. I get those diced tomatoes on a pizza. Yeah, speaking just, of pizzas, mm, brings have, out that you, have flavor. you tried this cauliflower? I have not. You I, did, though, didn't you? I have now on four occasions, and I highly recommend it. Uh, there is no whatsoever sensation that you're eating cauliflower. It's a nice, crispy um, layer of, of dough. Um, and, and I like thin, thin, um, crust. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it, it's perfect for that. I saw you moving your hand that way and I thought that's gotta be a crust the way you were moving there. Sure. (laughs) In, in my choice, you know, everybody's different. First of all, I do like pepperoni, of course, but my favorite is Hawaiian which is uh, some ham, there's some bacon, and there's uh, pineapple. Mm. And, of course, cheese. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I just like those diced tomatoes on there. It just brings out that tomatoey flavor of the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty dandy. Well, anyway, so we figured out what vichyssoise is. Yes. Good. I think it was uh, brought to... Recipes back in the early 1900s by a French chef at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel that he remembered as a kid when his mother would make it. He and his brother would try to cool down the hot soup to make it a little bit colder. So they poured milk on there. I believe it was like 19, if I remember reading about this, 1915, 16, 17. So... When they were kids, that would have been, you know, the late 1800s mm-hmm. to pour that milk on that. And he remembered doing that as a child with his brother, so he brought it to the recipe, to the menu of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. And it's been around since. I, I, will, I will admit I have never had a craving for soup. It, if it appears, Okay. But uh, is it something I would order off a, a menu? Not typically. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of soup in restaurants, and I don't know why, but I just prefer to make my own, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the, well, what we just mentioned, the ones you mentioned, the ones I mentioned, um, chicken and noodles, and uh, I like a good potato soup, too. Chili? I like to make my own chili. I'd rather make my own instead of getting it at a restaurant. Yeah, but is chili really a soup? I don't know. I don't know if it would qualify for that or not. Um, A lot of things remain to be seen. Chili bowl this year didn't happen because of the COVID. The chili bowl uh, cook-off, that is. Mm Mm-hmm. We looked at different options, and just uh, nothing seemed to be as perfect as we could think of. So we just thought, this is a year to um, to miss, and we'll bring it back next year. Yep. All right, but um, 
Now, you know that, um, okay, while we're talking about this stuff, it's funny how we can get off on a tangent. <laughs> um, the Cincinnati-style chili? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, now that's an entirely different category. Yes, it is. Um, it's, it's, uh, it, it, there's few or no beans. I'm not a real strong bean guy, which made it difficult when I went through the chip program because they really like legumes, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, legumes are very good for you, and, and uh, they push them pretty hard uh, in all sorts of different menus. But, um, you know, the Cincinnati chili, I don't recall ever having some that had beans in it. Yeah, I don't know if they do or not either. I don't. And the seasoning, you know, is more of a. Is it cinnamon? Yeah, there there is cinnamon in there. There's also, uh, believe it or not, some chocolate. Well, in the some syrup. of them, yeah. Yep. And uh, some even say there's a little bit of molasses in there too, but I, I'm not sure about that. Boy, I like it, and you know we had. Um, Oh, there's two companies best known for it out of Cincinnati. One is um, Skyline. Skyline, exactly. Yeah, and there's, then there's one other. Gold Star. Okay, we had a Gold Star store here. Yeah. Right on West Union uh, serving that. And I was really sad to see them leave. Yeah, me too. That, that but I, I think would... Skyline's probably the most famous. Yeah, I would... Uh... But they do offer it in a frozen fashion yep. at the yep. grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can get the Gold Star canned recipe. You can get both of them, actually. You can get the Gold Star canned ingredients mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you simmer the yep. the meat, ground beef, ground sirloin, whatever you're going to put in there, ground chuck, and simmer it with that. you got to simmer it about an hour. And mm, tastes pretty good, but it's just not like the actual restaurant. My 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 dad used the expression "simmer a lot." <laughs> that was his way of saying "cool it." Yeah, simmer Sim- d- simmer down. Simmer down. Yep, I heard that too. I heard my <laughs> heard my grandmother say that a time or two to my uncles. <laughs> simmer down. Yeah. <laughs> simmer down. Now. I've forgotten that. Yeah, that and be still was another one too, but. I'll pick. I'll take Gold Star over Skyline. Really, for my okay. personal. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever compared them that carefully. But I do like them. Yep. There All right. Go. Let's see here. Today is Wednesday. It's November 18th. This is the 323rd day now of this calendar year. 43 days remain. Our highlight in history. They picked uh, November 18th, 1978. When U.S. Rep. Um, Leo J. Ryan from California, Democrat, and four others were killed in Jonestown, Guyana, by members of the People's Temple. And then the killings were followed by a night of mass murder and suicide of, by more than 900 cult members. Jonestown. Remember that? I do. It was awful. Terrible. 
Um, let's see here. Birthdays. Brenda Vaccaro, who's an actress, 81. Author and poet Margaret Atwood, 81 as well. Actor Linda, uh, actor, uh, Linda Evans, 78. From Dynasty. Yeah. Fame. Susan Sullivan, 78. Another actress. Jameson Parker, actor, 73. Kevin Nealon, a comedian, 67. Warren Moon from the NFL, 64. Quarterback, right? Yes. What team? Uh, he started out with the now defunct Houston Oilers, who are now the Tennessee Titans, but primarily with the Oilers. And I think he played in, uh, I want to say Detroit for a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. Did Houston ever get a team back? Yeah, they are called the Texans now. Okay. I like Houston a lot. Um, you know, I'll have to say more than Dallas. Anyway, uh, but they're both good towns. Let's see here. Towns, listen to me. Cities. <laughs> uh, I lost my place. Uh, actor uh, Romani Malco is um, 52. Owen Wilson, 52. Peter Wilson, 50. I'm scanning through here, and I'm, you know, I do, probably not fair to all of you out there, but I only pick the names I'm familiar with. If I said them all, I'm sure it would help you more. Anyway, I, I'm at the bottom again. The youngest person listed, actor Nathan Kress, who is 28. So we'll set these over there. <clears throat> Yesterday, and I folks, you, I folks, we've never publicized this particularly, but we've been doing it since almost day one. Whenever the governor has a session for the public. We broadcast that live. These occur typically at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Early in the days of the COVID thing, um, he almost held them daily. And now it is um, more likely to occur on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I I enjoy listening to them. Um, I thought he was a pretty good governor. And now I think he's a very good governor. 
there's um is this also on double sided or so should I ignore the back sides? Uh no. It's just all on the front pages. <clears throat> Except the Oh, okay. So I should ignore the back side. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> um yesterday uh he held a session and that session um, resulted in did you get my little chart yet? that's what i'm working on okay. right now you can get rid of that okay just it's uh, under spreadsheet i think i get it right here i'll paste it okay like i said our printers were acting up this morning Uh, yesterday, he announced that uh, he's putting into place, effective tomorrow, um, a 21-day curfew. The curfew um, begins at, um, is it 8 p.m.? Or no, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. daily and stops at 5 a.m., the following morning. Now, you know, if someone stops you, they're not, it's not like you're going to get a ticket. You just have to explain why you're out. And uh, reasonable explanations will be understood. My personnel here at the station. You know, they leave the office at uh, sometimes at 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. If they're stopped, they have an ID. They can show it to the officer and says, I just got finished at work. Cool. Uh, we have people that come in as early as 4.30. Well, this is a 5 a.m. start. So... Um, in theory, they could be stopped. It's going to start on Thursday. It's going to last for 21 days. After which, the concept will be re-evaluated. This is a quote from our governor yesterday. The bad news is that our situation in Ohio is deteriorating. We see more and more cases, more and more people in the hospital. We've got to turn this thing around. Now, there are some exceptions um, or exemptions. If, you're, if you have some reason to go to the grocery or to a pharmacy, But what they're really focusing on is dining, um, dining rooms, dining inside dining restaurants after 10 p.m. I think it does allow for takeout, delivery, and drive-throughs to continue through uh, during that period. You know, the restaurant Ohio, the ORA, Ohio Restaurant Association, they were very concerned that it was going to be more severe a curfew 
and in fact, maybe closing required. So, um, that's, that's, um, that's the story. The Ohio BWC will enforce coronavirus restrictions at all retail establishments and possibly shut down businesses that refuse to comply. Our, again, this is a quote from the governor. Our idea is to carve this time out that in and of itself will reduce our contra- contacts. He believes this will reduce contacts by up to 25%. If you can slow down, slow these contacts down, that's going to go a long way to slow this virus down. This virus lives only when it goes from one person to another. Our Lieutenant Governor, John Houston, said they consider a curfew the least disruptive option for the state's economy but will have the most meaningful impact for hospitals which have been struggling with space and staffing amid the influx recent of uh, COVID-19 patients. Well, let's see, is there anything new to add to this? Uh, We'll get to our... um, You want me to help here? Um, He's trying to um, print off the documents I had tried to print off before the show. But uh, I didn't realize our printer was set up in a special manner. Anyway, it didn't work. Let me see if I can do it here. Just bear with me a minute, folks. I tell you what we could do, just to fill a couple minutes. And I bet you can guess what we're talking about. <laughs> Let's see, where do I have him? Or do I? Uh, scroll, scroll. Maybe, Maybe he's not in the system today. Oh, here it is. Okay. They're a little farther out. Okay, bear with this and smile a little bit, okay? We'll be right back. I am EPG. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. And here we are, fans, in the fourth quarter of the Toilet Bowl football game in Flushing. 
The Oysters of NF Tech leading Flushing State by a score of 9 to 7. Late in the ball game, 37 seconds left. It's fourth down. The Oysters have the ball back on their own 12-yard line, and we have Coach Artur Mike down on the sidelines. Let's see if we can listen in and see what the Oysters' strategy is going to be. All right, all y'all boys, listen up. Can't talk too good now. Been yelling the whole ball game. All we got to do is run out this clock. We got ourselves a victory. All right, we're going to punt the ball out of here. Where's Wedgman? Wedgman, where are you? Can't find Wedgman. We got to run us a play. All right, everybody listen up. 82, ABX, zig out. We're going to run out the clock. Come on, let's go. Time back in on the field. The Oysters are not going into punt formation on fourth down. They're going to win the ball. The quarterback, third and 12, has it. He pitches the ball back to Needles Norgan in the backfield. Norgan running with the ball. Now back to Shorty Summers. Summers cuts to the right. They're about to bring him back. He pitches the ball back to Halfline Hines. Hines is going to pitch it back to Norgan. He's going to be tackled in the end zone. It's going to be a safety. And the ball game is tied at 9-9. And we're going to go into overtime. We'll be back with that overtime period right after we pause for this message. Matthews Insurance. How about that? And we're back with you at Flushing for the final conclusion of this toilet bowl football game. The Oysters of NF Tech and Flushing State tied 9-9. The Oysters, for some reason, did not punt the ball on fourth down, and Flushing State was able to trap them in the end zone for a safety right on the final play of the game as time expired to send it into overtime. Now NF Tech has lost the toss again, and they'll be kicking off to start the overtime period. Sammy Sidewinder, the kicker is ready to go. The lines are down. He approaches the ball, and there's the kick. It's a high, twisting in over end kick. Paul Plunger, the ace running back for Flushing State, is going to take it on the 15. Moves up to the 20. He's to the 25. Gets a block to the 30. Moves left to the 35. Now to the 40. 45, 50. NF Tech in pursuit. Jeff Gibson misses a tackle on the 35. He's down to the 30. Down to the 25. The 20. They're not going to get him. And Plunger goes into the end zone for a touchdown. And this sudden death overtime period has ended. Flushing State has won this toilet bowl football game by a score of 15 to 9. Oh, what a tough loss for the Oysters. I, I wonder if we still have the mic down on the sidelines where Coach Art Turf is. Oh, what a heartbreaking loss it was. Coach Turf, if you can hear me, a touchdown run on the opening kickoff of overtime. What a way to lose a ball game. Well, all I can say is it was a fine ball game. interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of MF Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Okay, uh, let's, uh, let's go to our phones for a moment, and uh, we're getting our papers together here. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. Hi, Don. How you doing, Dave? We're doing all right. Great. I was just talking about mushroom soup. Yes. Man, I love it over grilled cheese. Soup? Grilled cheese, a grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. You put the mushroom soup over top of it. Wasn't that kind of sloppy? No, that's hog-headed. Okay. No, it's delicious. 
Well, it's um, it sounds good. Oh, it is. Okay. Try it sometime. You'll be surprised. I will. That's the only way your parents would get us kids to eat mushroom soup put over grilled cheese. It's amazing how some people just can't stand mushrooms and others love them. Oh, I love mushrooms any either way. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I've never had the courage um, to to try to learn whether if I see a wild mushroom, I could eat it or not. Yeah, I can't. My, my son, he can't. He goes out in the spring and picks mushrooms and fixes. He knows them. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't trust my knowledge yet. I don't either. Yeah. So I let him take care of it. Fair enough. And I tell you, a good pizza is get a three topping pizza. Oh yeah, it's got to be mushroom in there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes I I just I forget the mushrooms. I'll get the pineapples, ham, yeah. and pepperoni set pizza. Oh, yeah. There's just really not a bad pizza, is there? No, sir. <laughs> no. Okay. Nope. Nope. Well, I just wanted to jump in there. I didn't know about, you know, that mushroom soup over grilled cheese. You didn't mention nothing about it. No, because I've not tried that. I'll... I'll see if I can uh, build the courage to. All right. Okay, man. Thank right, you. Y'all have a great day. Likewise. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Let's see here. It's nine thirty nine at W A T H. Scott. Yoo, Scott. Oh well. Um, he's trying to help us out on all sorts of things. I found this sheet, which I just tried to print about six times. But this was in here all along. Um, okay, so here are the uh, current COVID stats. And I know some of you really are interested in hearing them each day. Others, not so much. You get tired of this stuff. But first, the caller. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard you mention Warren Moon and mention Texas. Yes, Didn't sir. we start off with West, West Virginia University over in Morgantown? Uh, Scott, uh, I don't know. Did you hear it? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Uh, he, he may have, but I don't remember him ever playing there. He may have been there and transferred. Could that have been? Well, I recall the game because I was at one ESPN was handling it. And they faked an injury on the field to get another commercial in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boy, that, that was in the early days. Right? Yeah. When um, yeah. TV got... It was pretty disappointing. Yeah. All right. Well, well I, I'm, I don't looking, know. I'm looking at his profile here. And uh, it says he went to Washington, University of Washington. Okay, I think we lost so, him. Okay, yeah. There's a, a couple other quarterbacks that uh, were, were of of 
celebrity status. Major Harris is one of them from West Virginia University that I can think of that uh, played in the NFL for a while, so possibly it could be Major Harris. All right, folks, um, as of 2 p.m. each day, we release all these statistics about the status of the COVID virus. Um, Athens County. Um, Yesterday, we added 17 new cases to the count. The count rose to 1,665 cases, which is 2.6% of our county's population. Now, we have to remember 82% of those 1,665 cases have been now pronounced recovered. The number is 1,365. So, uh, active cases, we've got 313 right now. Um, 58 are requiring hospitalization. Uh, At our own county level, we don't know how many of those are ICU versus regular, but but 58 are in the hospital. 255 are recovering at home. Uh, There's been no change in the deaths. It's, it's, It's four. That's Athens County. Now let's look at the state of Ohio. Yesterday, um, we grew to having had 312,443 cases. That's an increase yesterday of 7,079 cases. Now, the day before, we had an increase of 7,300 the day before that, 7,800. So it is a slight improvement there, but it's still a high count. I mean, it's a little bit less each day is what I'm trying to say. Now we need to keep that up. So total cases now, 312443, State of Ohio. Um, of that, about a third is active, 103,498. 4,250 of them are in an ICU room. 18,596 are in a non-ICU unit. Um, 74,880, uh, we believe are recovering at homes. The average age, uh, doesn't change much, but right now it's at 42. And it's 47% men who have gotten it, 43%. I'm 53% women. And of the 
312,000 cases thus far in the state of Ohio. The good figure is 208,945 have recovered. Let's just uh, take that recovery part for a moment. In the state of Ohio, of all the cases that have appeared, 66.9% have recovered. Here in Athens, 82% have recovered. Just, I like to point out any little good tidbit, good tidbit I can find. Yeah. Okay. Nationwide, the United States. We grew to 11,000, I'm sorry, 11 million, 275,504 cases yesterday. The deaths now stand at 246,879, so almost, almost a quarter million. Worldwide. The cases stand at 55,292,586. Deaths worldwide, 1,331,895. All right. Now, right now, let's go back to Athens County. Uh, there was a time that uh, I could say this, and then there was a brief time where I couldn't it, because we had, well, just listen. Right now we have 1665. Were we like the rest of the nation, we should have had 1714 cases. So that's an improvement. But two days ago, we had 1,636 cases. Were we like the rest of the nation, we would have had 1,635. Just one different. And in fact, we were ahead. So, okay. I know you folks may probably get tired of my numbers. Anything else here I need? Okay, I did another report, which I could not print. And we'll see if I can get it on my machine here. I mean, I couldn't print it only because it was... Um, here it is. I found it. It would have been too complicated. So what I've done is I've taken our nation and I've done state by state. And I'll have to move this around a little bit to make it make 
since. Okay, Scott, can you in? Uh, oh, he's not here. Oh, Scott! <laughs> um. Let's see here. I tell you what, uh, I'm going to find him because I'd like him to interact with me. So um, let me just fill a moment or two with our very fine sponsors. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Dog House at 410 West Union Street in Athens. today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. There's my mic. There's my mic. That there it is. Over. There's your mic. There's mine. Underneath okay, all we're ready to papers. do this. So <laughs> yeah. I did a different study completely last night. And um, so just because um, radio, it's more interesting to have two people interacting. Um, what state do you think has had the most cases thus far? Oh, my. Um, New York. Um, it actually came in fifth. Florida. Third. It is Texas. Followed by California, then Florida, Illinois, then New York. California was my next guess. Sure. Um, the most cases thus far. Texas. Interesting to note, in spite of that, it is not the number one in deaths. Um, Could that possibly be New York? Yes, correct. Now, um, before we get too far off of it, let's talk about Ohio. Okay. Ohio is number 10 in cases. It's number 13 in deaths. And it's 42nd in cases per 1 million population. All right? Yes. Now let's talk about our adjoining states down near us here, Kentucky and West Virginia. Kentucky is 28th in cases thus far. Um, and it's 31st in cases per 1 million. 
Now, North Dakota. Um, they have, by far, they're number one in cases per million. Well, how would you like to have that reputation? Yeah, and that's, you know, when you think of, I don't know, upper Midwestern states like that, you don't think of them being a big population area, like people living, like, right next to each other or on top of each other, like in New York City or Miami, Chicago, L.A. And it's a small population. Yeah. But when you talk about per million people, which is the only way you can make states comparable to each other, because they're all different sizes. Yeah. Uh, they're number one. North Dakota. Okay, now West Virginia, another close by. It is 43rd in cases thus far, 43rd in deaths thus far. And I'm sorry, I have something wrong here. I was doing this late last night. Okay, I see what I did. Let me get back down to it. It's 43rd in cases thus far, 43rd in deaths thus far, and 45th in cases per 1 million. So you see, that all kind of is as it should be. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, not as it should be, but it all matches up. And do uh, did I pull anything else out? Oh, what state do you think has the lowest cases per one million population? Oh boy, I'm going to go back up to the upper Midwest there. Um, hmm. Let me I... just tell you, you'd be wrong. Okay. It is Vermont. Yeah. One of my favorite states, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Okay, enough of these stats. Um, I don't know. Let's see what we've got here. We can talk about uh, football. Bobcats football was uh, canceled last night, yeah, as the, we mentioned. Yeah, the, they were the, to uh, have played Miami. Yep. Uh, I haven't heard anything about in any numbers as far as you know, is it widespread? Is it, uh, you know, just minimal? Are they going to be able to play next week? Uh, but all that, I'm sure we'll, we'll hear from Ohio Athletics coming up here in the near future. But uh, a couple of MAC games last night. Kent State looking really strong. They won 69-27, uh, to I believe, over Akron. It was a pretty good game. Uh, for three quarters, and then Kent State poured it on, and Buffalo just pounded BG, who uh, that is the Bobcats' next opponent, uh, which would be, I think it's scheduled for the 28th. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Okay. And, uh, again, the Ohio game against Miami canceled last night. That game will be registered as a no contest, mm-hmm. not a forfeit or anything like that. So 
Yeah, the Bobcats' next home game is Saturday the 28th. That is the next game, too. So there's no games until the 28th, and they, they will host Bowling Green, which I expect the Bobcats to win big again, too, because uh, Buffalo put a drubbing on them last evening. What did you do last night? I uh, watched the games. Flip back and forth to uh, the MAC games. I, I like to try to keep up with the Bobcats competition to see where the Bobcats may rank, you know, as far as upcoming games. And, of course, folks, uh, in case you didn't know it, Scott worked for the athletic department for many years. Yes. And uh, so, of course, he cares about them a great deal. Yes, I do. I, I bleed green, green and white. So uh, I like to keep tabs on the Bobcast competition, upcoming games, and they they have to play Buffalo and Kent State both yet. Uh, the remaining games after Bowling Green, so six game schedule. You know the pandemic has obviously wreaked havoc, as they say, across the board across the country. And you know things like this are going to happen. You got to have last minute cancellations. Postponements, whatever it may be. Marshall's game coming up this Saturday has been postponed. Uh, who, who are they to have played? I think it was UNC Charlotte, I oh, believe. That's right. But uh, they postponed that game. Marshall's ranked uh, number 15 now in the country, I believe. Pretty good year for the Thundering Herd. Well, I keep thinking back to that year the the whole squad died. Oh, yeah, 1970. Yeah, they just had a air crash. Yeah, Channel Three just had a documentary on that 50 years ago, uh, this month, yeah. and Marshall was supposed to play the Bobcats that following week. Well, folks, um, uh, forgive the um, disarray this morning. It happens. Um, the beauty of live radio. But I think we still got uh, a good bit of information yeah. shared. And um, once again, our guest tomorrow will be the mayor of Athens, Steve Patterson. So, have a great day, right? Yes. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by eBay. I'm Vicki Barker in London. The health workers horrified at the failure to fight the pandemic. The, the messaging is atrocious. It's a slap in the face. Nurse Jess Longheim says the message from leaders like South Dakota's governor are far from being helpful, and she's frustrated by the public's response as well. It makes me emotional. Sorry. You see people jump in when someone has a heart attack or make sure that a family is fed if someone dies or whatnot. And they don't wear a mask. You know, it just seems insane. Meanwhile, the surge in cases continues in the upper Midwest. CBS's Cammie McCormick. Pfizer says its new COVID vaccine is 95% effective, but it won't be widely available for months. 29-year-old Cassie Laufenberg of Wisconsin didn't think COVID could happen to her. You don't have to have an underlying 
like condition to get as sick as what I did. I was like experiencing really shortness of breath. Like I couldn't say my name. I couldn't say my phone number. In New Orleans, Mardi Gras parades have been canceled. The last time New Orleans didn't have Mardi Gras parades was during the police strike in 1979. And this week, the city updated their website to say parades of any kind will not be permitted this year because large gatherings have proven to be super spreader events. Reporter Erica Ferrando. Bowling's delighted.